Part two of Scolia on the Incarnation of the Only Begotten by Cyril of Alexandria, translated by Reverend Philip Edward Pusey. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Part two, Articles twelve through sixteen. Twelve, that the Word being God was made man, and that not man merely honored with bare connection was called to equal dignity or authority with God the Word as some suppose the divine paul says that great is the mystery of godliness and this is true for the word was manifested in the flesh since he is god justified in spirit for in no wise is he seen to be holden by our infirmities albeit for us made man for he did no sin seen moreover of angels for neither were the ignorant of his generation after the flesh he was preached moreover unto the gentiles as god made man and thus believed on in the world and this the divine paul proved thus writing wherefore remember that ye being in time past gentiles in the flesh who are called uncircumcision by that which is called the circumcision in the flesh made by hands that at that time ye were without christ aliened from the commonwealth of israel and strangers from the covenants of promise having no hope and without god in the world the gentiles were therefore without god in the world when they were without christ but when they acknowledged him to be truly and by nature god themselves too were acknowledged by him confessing the faith and he was received up into glory divine glory that is for blessed david sings god is gone up in joy for he went up verily with body not in bare godhead for god was incarnate we believe therefore not in one like us honoured with godhead by grace lest we be caught worshippers of a man but rather in the lord who appeared in servant's form and who was truly like us and in human nature yet remained god for god the word when he took flesh laid not down what he was but is conceived of the same god alike and man thus is the faith and rightly but if any say what harm if a man like us be conceived of as laying hold on godhead and not god rather be made man we shall answer that there are a thousand things which may be brought to bear against this and which all but tell us that we ought firmly to strive against it and not thus to believe for come before aught else let us look at the mode of the economy with flesh and thoroughly investigate the nature of our condition the nature of man was periled and was brought down to the extreme of ill condemned to curse and death and involved in the toils of sin was straying and was in darkness it knew not him who is by nature and truly god it worshipped the creature more than the creator how then could it be freed from such ills or do we say that it was lawful for it to lay hold on the divine nature albeit it did not at all know what the dignity of the supreme nature is it which was holden of unlearning and darkness and denied by the soil of sin 
how was it like that it could mount up to the all-pure nature and lay hold on glory which none can lay hold of except he receive it for let it be supposed that by knowledge for example and through knowing we say that it lays hold thereof who is to teach it for how shall they believe except they hear but this is not at all to take hold of godhead and to seize the glory that beseems it hence it will be more meet and reasonably so to conceive that god the word through whom are all things desiring to save that which was lost by co-abasement unto us lowered himself to what he was not in order that the nature of man too might become what it was not eminent in the dignities of the divine supremacy by union with him and should be rather brought up to what was above nature than bring down unto what was alien from his nature the unchangeable as god it behoved that the incorruptible should lay hold on the nature subject to corruption that he might free it from the corruption it behoved that he who knew not sin should be made conformal with those who were under sin that he might make sin to cease for as where is light there surely darkness will have no work so where incorruption is present is all necessity that corruption flee and that since he who knew not sin hath made his own that which was under sin sin should come to naught but that the word being god was made man and not rather that christ was man deified i will endeavour to show from the holy scriptures also blessed paul says therefore of the only begotten who being in the form of god thought not the being equal with god a thing to seize but emptied himself taking servant's form made in the likeness of men and being found in fashion as a man he humbled himself and became obedient unto death even the death of the cross wherefore god also highly exalted him and gave him the name which is above every name that at the name of jesus christ every knee should bow of heavenly and earthly and infernal and every tongue confess lord jesus christ to the glory of god the father whom therefore shall we say was in the form of god and equality of the father and thought these things not a thing to cease but descended rather into emptiness and into servant's form and humbled himself and was made in our likeness if man made of a woman bare and soul how was he in the form and equality of the father or how has he fullness that he may be conceived of as emptied or in what height placed afore is he said to have humbled himself or how was he made in the likeness of men who was so formerly too by nature even though haply he were not said to be so made yea where was he emptied taking the fullness of the godhead or how was he not made most high who mounted up into glory supernal therefore we say that not man was made god but rather that the word of god who was in equality and form of the father 
was made in emptiness because of the human nature for he was emptied in this way by reason of our likeness being full as god he was humbled on account of the flesh while he departeth not from the throne of the divine majesty for he hath his seat most high he was made in the likeness of men being of the same form with the father of whose essence he is the form yet since he was once made as we he is said to have ascended with flesh too into the glory of the godhead which indeed he had evident as his own yet was he in it after another sort on account of the human nature for he is believed to be lord of all even with flesh but to him boweth every knee and that not to the grief or dishonour of the father but rather to his glory for he rejoiceth and is glorified when the son is adored by all albeit made like us for it is written again for he took not on him angels but he took on him the seed of abraham wherefore in all things it behoved him to be made like unto his brethren lo the word took hold of the seed of abraham in that he is god not some man like us took hold of godhead and he is himself made like unto us and is called our brother as man not we to him as regards the nature of the godhead and again forasmuch then as the children partook of blood and flesh he also himself likewise partook of them that through death he might destroy him who holdeth the power of death that is the devil and might deliver them who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage lo again himself just as we partook of blood and flesh and this hath a reason most closely united and kin for it is written for what the law could not do in that it was weak through the flesh god sending his own son in the likeness of flesh of sin and for sin condemned sin in the flesh observe again that not man is shown to be affecting the divine nature and mounting up to his dignity but god the father sending rather his son in the likeness of flesh of sin to destroy sin therefore the word being god made man let himself down into emptiness and christ is seen to be no mere man affecting the divine glory thirteen that the word of god made man is called christ jesus desiring to investigate the mystery of the economy with flesh of the only begotten we say this holding true doctrine and right faith that the word himself out of god the father very god out of very god the light that is out of light was incarnate and made man descended suffered rose from the dead for thus defined the holy and great synod the symbol of the faith but investigating and desiring to learn what is the true meaning of the word being incarnate and made man we see that it is not to take man in connection in regard of equality of dignity or authority or of mere community of name of sonship but rather to be made man as we 
together with his preserving to his own nature its being unchanged and without turn who economically became in assumption of flesh and blood one therefore is he who before the incarnation is called by the god-inspired scripture only begotten word god image brightness impress of the person of the father life glory light wisdom power arm right hand most highest magnificence lord of savaoth and other like names truly most god befitting and after the incarnation man christ jesus propitiation mediator first fruits of them that slept first begotten of the dead second adam head of the body the church the first names also following him for all are his both the first and those in the last times of the world one therefore is he who both before the incarnation was very god and in the human nature hath remained that he was and is and shall be we must not then sever the one lord jesus christ into man separately and into god separately but we say that jesus christ is one and the same yet knowing the distinction of the natures and keeping them unconfused with one another when therefore holy writ says that in christ dwelt all the fulness of the godhead bodily we do not therefore say that the word by himself dwelt in another the man christ nor plucking asunder one from another things united do we conceive of two sons but this rather that holy writ calls by the name christ sometimes separately the human nature of the word of god which he having as his own used as a temple and it has been written somewhere of human souls also them that dwell in houses of clay whereof we too are of the same clay do we then since he calls the bodies of men houses of clay and affirms that their souls dwell in them sever one man into two yet how is it not wholly without blame that in a man should be said to dwell his spirit so that even though the form of speech passes through this mode unable to do otherwise it does not beseem that the natures of things are therefore injured but rather we must conceive that they hasten the straight way of the truth when then any of those things which do not possess like nature one with another are seen brought together to unity by composition and the one for example is said to dwell within the other we must not sunder them into two seeing that the concurrence unto unity is in no wise injured even though one of the things united be separately called by us what the two together are for in man too as i said is said to dwell his spirit yet both the spirit separately and likewise the body are called man and some such thing as this doth the most wise paul indicate to us saying for though our outward man perish yet the inward man is renewed day by day when then any saith that our inward man dwelleth in our outward man he speaks true yet he does not sever the one into two 
the prophet isaiah too somewhere saith by night does my spirit rise early unto thee o god is then his spirit said to rise early to god as being other than himself albeit how is it not absurd to say anything of this kind therefore we must know figures of speech yet not depart from what is reasonable but fetch about the force of the thing signified to the aim befitting each and although jesus be said to advance in age and wisdom and grace this will pertain to the economy for the word of god permitted his humanity to advance by reason of the habits of its proper nature and willed as it were by little and little to extend the illustriousness of his own godhead and along with the age of the body to put out therewith what is its own so that not strain should be seen and terrify any with its overmuch unwontedness while even so they spake how knoweth this man letters having never learned therefore bodily is the increase and the advance in grace and wisdom will befit the measures of the human nature yet we say that the word out of god is himself in his own nature all perfect not lacking advance nor wisdom nor grace but that he imparts rather to the creature wisdom and grace and the things whereby it is in good case and though jesus be said also to suffer the suffering will belong to the economy but is said to be his and with all reason because his too is that which suffered and he was in the suffering body he unknowing to suffer for he is impassible as god yet as far as pertained to the daring of those who raged against him he would have suffered if he could have suffered therefore since the only begotten has been made as we as often as he is called man by the god-inspired scripture considering the economy let us confess that even so he is god by nature fourteen proofs of divine scripture that the word of god even when made man remained god god says somewhere to the hierophant moses and thou shalt make a mercy seat by inlaying of pure gold two cubits and a half the length thereof and a cubit and a half the breadth thereof and thou shalt make two kedavim of gold of beaten work and shall put them on either side one cherub on this end the other cherub on that end of the mercy seat and thou shalt make the two kedavim on the two ends thereof the kedavim shall stretch forth their wings on high overshadowing the mercy seat with their wings and their faces one to another looking to the mercy seat shall the faces of the kedavim be a most sure image will this be that god the word even in the human nature remained god and in his own glory and majesty even though for the economy's sake made like unto us for a propitiation through faith was emmanuel made unto us and this the most wise john proved saying to us my little children these things write i unto you that ye sin not and if any man sin we have an advocate with the father jesus christ the righteous 
and he is the propitiation for our sins so too paul says whom god set forth a propitiation through faith in his blood but see the cherubim standing round about the mercy seat and overshadowing it with their wings but turn toward the mercy seat and all but fixing their eye on their lord's back for to the will of god alone look at the whole multitude of the heavenly spirits and is never sated with the sight of god so doth the prophet isaiah say that he saw the sun on a throne high and lifted up the seraphim standing around and waiting on him as god fifteen another the divine moses was of old appointed to free israel from the violence of the egyptians but since it was needful that they who were under the yoke of an unwanted servitude should first learn that god was now reconciled to them he bade him work miracles for a miracle oft-times brings us to belief moses therefore says to god almighty but if they shall not believe me nor hearken to my voice saying the lord hath not appeared unto thee what shall i say to them the lord then said unto him what is that in thine hand and he said a rod and he said to him cast it on the ground and he cast it on the ground and it became a serpent and moses fled from before it and the lord said unto moses put forth thine hand and take it by the tail and he put forth his hand and took it by the tail and it became a rod in his hand and he said to him that they may believe that the lord god of their fathers the god of abraham the god of isaac and the god of jacob hath appeared unto thee observe herein the son of god by nature and in truth as a rod of the father but the rod is the ensign of kingdom for in the son hath he power over all whence divine david also saith thy throne o god is for ever and ever a rod of equity the rod of thy kingdom but he cast it on the ground that is to say surrounded it with an earthly body or through the human nature sent it upon the earth for then then was it made in likeness of the wicked men that is for of wickedness is the serpent a token and that this is true thou wilt hence know for our lord jesus christ himself in image and figure of the economy wrought with flesh is taken for the brazen serpent which moses reared to cure the serpent's bites for he says and as moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness even so must the son of man be lifted up that whatsoever believeth in him should not perish but have eternal life for as the serpent made of brass was an occasion of salvation to those in peril for on looking on it they were saved so our lord jesus christ too to those who see him in the likeness of bad men in that he was made man yet are not ignorant that he is god who quickens will be the bestower of life and the power of escaping bitter and venomous beasts i mean the powers that oppose us 
it will be a figure too of this that moses rod devoured the other rods which the magi had cast on the ground the rod therefore was indeed cast on the earth yet did not abide a serpent but taken again it was what it had been for although the father's rod that is to say the son through whom he had power over all was made as i said before in our likeness yet when the economy was fulfilled he hastened back into heaven and was again as in the father's hand a rod of righteousness and of rule for he sitteth at the right hand of his father in his own majesty possessing the supreme throne even with flesh sixteen another and the lord god said again to him put thine hand into thy bosom and he put his hand into his bosom and took forth his hand out of his bosom and his hand became as snow and he said again put thine hand into thy bosom and he put his hand into his bosom and brought it forth of his bosom and it was turned again to the colour of his flesh the hand and the right hand of god the father the divine scripture calls his very son for it introduces him saying i by mine hand founded the heaven and the divine david too singeth by the word of the lord the heavens were established see therefore that moses's hand was as yet hidden in his bosom and had not yet become leprous brought forth and immediately it became leprous then after a while put in and again brought forth and for the future not leprous for it was restored it says to the colour of his flesh therefore as long as god the word was in the bosom of the father he shone with the brightness of godhead but when he was in a manner forth of it because of the incarnation or being made man he became in the likeness of flesh of sin and was numbered among the wicked for the divine paul saith him who knew not sin he made sin for us that we might be made the righteousness of god in him this i think is what the leprosy means for the leper was unclean according to the law but when he was again in the bosom of the father for he was taken up at the resurrection from the dead the hand again brought forth was seen clean for our lord jesus christ will come he will come in his season in the brightness and glory of the godhead although he have not cast away our likeness for blessed paul too saith of christ for he once died to take away the sins of many and unto them that look for him unto salvation shall he appear the second time without sin therefore as often as the divine scripture names christ jesus do not think of man by himself but think rather that jesus christ is the very word out of god the father even when he became man End of part two.